0: Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, guys. Welcome back to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host. My name is Maddie. Thank you for joining me. I'm feeling a ragey today. I'm feeling a whole lot of rage. And do you want to know what my main source of rage is? Okay, well, I'll tell you. My main source of rage is that you guys voted Max Goof out in the first round of our hottest animated character bracket. Don't worry, we're going to get into the whole bracket. I don't know how you guys could let let him slip away in the first round. Do you not remember him singing Stand Out? I mean, apparently not, but as of the time I'm recording this, I don't know who wins the bracket, by, but by the time it's released, this episode's released, we'll probably know who wins. As of right now, my money is on Naveen from Princess and the Frog. Frog? <laughs> Princess and the Frog. He seems to be a front runner, but I'm personally pulling for Daddy Shang. I'm going to name this episode Daddy Shang just for that. Um, but let's go through the bracket, shall we? So before we start... Did it feel weird evaluating the sex appeal of animated characters from my childhood? Yes, yes, it did. But now that we've gotten that out of the way, this is now a judgment free zone. Okay, so, so don't just, you know, keep your judgments to yourself. So, our first matchup was Max Goof against Maui, aka the first heartbreaker of the season. Maui's cool, like, I get it, he's a demigod. Yes, he's played by The Rock, who happens to be my hall pass. But Max Goof, I don't know. I mean, he pulls Roxanne. Also, Roxanne, smoke show. Too hot to be a cartoon character. She is, she is too hot. There's even a uh, a petition going around to let Disney know that they made Roxanne too hot, and I would sign that in a heartbeat. I don't know. There's just there is something very hot about Max Goof. Did I ever think that sentence would come out of my mouth on a podcast? No, but here we are. He just kind of has that like scrawny skater thing going on. I don't know. A common argument you guys gave me is that you don't like how he treats his dad. And I get it. I get it. It's cringe. It is pretty cringe. But he still got my vote over Maui. But you know, Maui Maui advanced and we left Max Goof in the first round. So our next matchup was between Kronk and Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. I'll admit, I don't think I've ever seen How to Train Your Dragon all the way through. But I do think that Hiccup has a nice ruggedness about him. You know, Kronk's voice, however, is hard to pass up. And he is so large. He is a large person. Those shoulders and Kronk can cook. The spinach puffs. I don't know. This felt like a fair matchup to me. But Hiccup definitely won by like a long shot. I wouldn't have picked Hiccup, but then I looked up pictures of him when he's got that scruff at the end. Yes. Yes, I get it. He can hick me up anytime. I wrote that joke and I was like, should I say that? And then I said it and I kind of regret it, but let's just move along. The next matchup was Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid and Diego from Ice Age. Is Diego a saber-toothed tiger? Yes. Does he still have a way better personality than Prince Eric? Yes, absolutely. Diego, while fierce, is also smart and resourceful. I don't think Eric even has a personality, but we do see Eric as a dad in the second Little Mermaid movie, and we all know what that does to our ovaries. So, I was sad to see Diego go in the first round. I just think too many people were not open-minded enough about being attracted to hunky animals. Like we get it, you're better than us, but I just think I just think you should have been a little bit more open-minded about it. Okay, the next matchup was a hotly contested uh, duel: John Smith from Pocahontas and Garrett, the blind guy from Camelot, Quest to Camp, Quest of Camelot. I don't know, I've never seen it. John Smith was my favorite like Disney guy growing up because I loved Pocahontas. But at this point, I mean, we like all know the real story and it's kind of hard to get down with a colonizer. Like it's hard to really to really work through that. But in case anyone's curious, uh, Pocahontas shows up three times in the United States Capitol building rotunda. Uh, add that to the list of facts I learned at my internship that I will never forget and also never need to know. But I just happen to know that. Also, the guy who John Smith is based on, so the guy who married Pocahontas, John Rolfe, every painting or whatever that I see of him looks exactly like, uh, what's his face? Ron Swanson. He looks exactly like Ron Swanson. I don't know he's just it's not there for me so I did pick Garrett even though I haven't seen quest to to, is it quest to Camelot quest of Camelot I don't know I should have googled that and ran it in my notes but I didn't he's hot though moving along we get to our matchup of Milo Thatch which is honestly a hot name that's a hot name Milo Thatch Mm. he's from Atlantis the lost city of Atlantis or whatever and he went up against Johnny Bravo. Milo came away with the easy win. I don't think anybody was surprised by that. He is another one that has a love interest who is way too hot. Princess Kida. Wow. Wowza. Uh, Next up, Prince Naveen enters the competition. He goes up against Brock from Pokemon, who I thought would be kind of a sleeper in the bracket, but Naveen is tough to beat. I mean, the eyes, the curls... Also, Brock was drawn in like 1995, so we really only see him in one dimension. And in this bracket, when you're going up against these competitors, you really, you really need to be at least 2D. What have I become? What have I become making this bracket? Okay, next up, uh, Danny Phantom beat out Gaston. Slight surprise there, but it did did make me trust your guys' judgment more because I think you all know that Gaston would not treat you right. And although I would have loved to see a Gaston versus Human Beast matchup, Danny Phantom is, I mean, he's Danny Phantom. He's hard to beat. Next, Kovu and Aladdin faced off. And while I agree with so many of you, so many of you, that Aladdin is really hot. He's very hot. But Kovu, Kovu had bad boy energy, okay? Kovu is like the best parts of Scar and Simba and Mufasa. I used to think that Kovu and Kiara were like second cousins or cousins because Kiara is Simba's daughter and I thought that Kovu was Scar's son but he's not. I looked up the lore and it seems that Scar maybe just like picked Kovu to be his successor even though he wasn't his son. I don't know if Scar had kids. I I don't know. uh, I need a Disney aficionado to answer that for me. Also Fun fact the person who voices Kovu also voices Max Goof. He's also a hot human, or he was in like 1998 when I saw the picture of him. Next, we have Daddy Shang. He crushed Jim Hawkins in the first round. I was actually caught off guard by how hot Jim Hawkins was because, first of all, his name's Jim, but he has like the one earring, low ponytail Will Turner vibe, and it is Really doing it for me. Shane just, or <laughs> a lot of you guys call him Shane, <laughs> but his name is definitely Shang with a G. And he just feels unbeatable. I mean, the pecs, the fighting, the leadership skills. Also, the question remains if Shang is a bisexual king. But to be honest, I don't feel like he was into Mulan before he knew she was a girl. But maybe he was. Either way, Shang has my vote, he has my heart. Is my sexual awakening 10 out of 10. My personal favorite face off came next. Okay, human beast versus human Shrek. Human Shrek looks like, da- okay, I think this is how you say his name. I think it's Dacre Montgomery. I always said Dacre, but I looked up an interview with him and I'm pretty sure he says Dacre Montgomery, aka Billy from Stranger Things, aka the reason why I do several. Stranger Things rewatches every year. Human Beast is like somehow less hot than Animal Beast. There's just something about him that looks like Bella Thorne, and I can't get past it. Also, who would you rather hang out with? Who is going to be the boyfriend that will get takeout with you and who doesn't care if you get fat? Shrek. That's what I thought. You have to take the whole package into consideration. When doing these, next we have Hercules Honcules, who battles it out with Fred from Scooby Doo, which is an easy win because Fred is lame. Fred was lame. I, I I support that one. Another first round heartbreaker for me was that you guys let Flynn Ryder beat Simba. Flynn Ryder is going up against Shang currently on my stories while I'm recording this. And I am not on whatever Flynn Ryder train you guys are on. First of all, his name is Eugene. Okay, so just imagine getting frisky with a Eugene. Also, the goatee? The goatee. You guys, he went up against Simba. Simba is king of Pride Rock. Flynn Rider looks like the guy from your hometown who was, like, obsessed with motocross. You know, you know that guy. The facial hair is so bad. His personality sucks. And he's a felon. Get with it, guys. I If he beats Shang in this current round. I will fire every last one of you. Okay? You will be hearing from me. I was uh, shocked at how many of you were fiercely defending Robin Hood, the Fox version, in our uh, next matchup. He went up against Dimitri from Anastasia. To be honest, I don't really have the hots for either of these characters. Dimitri seems kind of shady, and Robin Hood is like a sexy vigilante. So he also has a really good, like, low-cut shirt with, uh, I mean, I would say chest hair, but he's a fox, so his body is covered in fur. So I don't know. I get it. Um, but yeah, Dimitri won, and he's, he's still in it as of right now. Next up, Frozone against Spirit the Horse. And Frozone beat Spirit the Horse, which I really just can't get over because horses are hot. I hate myself. I'm moving on. I'm moving on from that sentence I just said. Our last matchup was David from Lilo and Stitch, who was an absolute sweetie, but he went up against Tarzan. And while I really liked David, I was happy to see Tarzan come out on top. The real winner of this bracket would have been Tarzan's dad, but he did not make it on. And I mean, that is some facial hair I can get behind is Tarzan's dad. I mean, look it up. It's like the oil money version of Tarzan. Okay, so now that I've officially lost all my dignity, um, talking about hot male animated characters. Let's get into the topic for the day, which is fair reasons to judge someone. This is a TikTok trend that's been going around and I knew it would be a perfect topic and I knew you guys would deliver. Um, But apparently this is something that I need to clarify beforehand. This is supposed to be funny. These are jokes. I'm not saying that if somebody does these things, they are a bad person. Okay, I feel like I need to put that disclaimer on like literally everything I say lately because everyone's just ready ready to pounce. Everyone's ready to get to get fired up about something. I mean, I'm included in that. I get I get pretty fired up. But I am consistently pretty shocked at how many people feel deeply offended by like very surface level jokes. Like the other day. (sighs) Yep, I'm going to talk about it. The other day I tweeted and I said that mommy bloggers have 2014 taste in fashion and humor. Because they do. Like, have you ever seen a mommy blogger post a good meme? Ever. No, exactly. Are they all still wearing thick brown belts directly under their boobs? Yes, they are. I had somebody all up in my DMs lecturing me on how she hopes that I can learn to be kinder. First of all, I will repeat what Rosie Card said. This I have said this in a previous episode. Kindness is weaponized against women. Okay? And for the record, if you take it upon yourself to scold somebody and say things like, I hope you can learn to be kinder. Mm, Make no mistake, that is not kind. (laughs) They were telling me that like all moms are trying their best and I should learn to take the high road. I hope you learn to take the high road is what she said. And I agree with 50% of that, okay? I know that moms are trying their best. And mommy bloggers love to make those moms feel like they aren't good enough. Bloggers profit off of insecure moms. So I enjoy roasting mommy bloggers because I don't like how they make people feel. They need to be roasted sometimes, okay? They just, they need to be, they need to be knocked down a few notches. Also, her telling me that she hopes I take the high road, No, don't plan on it. Don't plan on me taking the high road because taking the high road is code for don't share your opinions and definitely don't stick up for yourself. Like, that's what people say when somebody is mean to you and they say, just take the high road. That means don't stick up for yourself. Like, if you get in my DMs with a holier than thou attitude, I'm not going to take the high road. Sorry. But anyway. Back to fair reasons to judge someone. I guess my answer is if you instruct women around you that they need to be kinder. Just kidding. Well, kind of. I mean, it's weird because I get that like on the on the surface level, it like I think that they convince themselves that they are doing a kind thing by saying that to another woman. Hey, I really think that you could just be kinder. Okay, well. I didn't personally attack anybody. I said a very broad statement about a group of people who tends to hurt others. So I don't feel very bad about it. I don't feel very bad about it. My real answer to what I feel perfectly fine judging somebody else on is if they remove their shoes and socks on a flight. Shoes and socks. There are, of course, exceptions to this. like If you're flying international and you want to put on some slippers, Like I get it. Okay, also, I just realized um, that I haven't told you guys something that I did this week. I bought tickets to Paris. And hear me out They're for September. I mean, I'm just hopeful. I'm hopeful that, that we'll be able to go. I got the trip insurance or whatever so that we can refund them if we can't end up going. And I just could not pass up the airfare if any of you guys are looking for cheap airfare. It was a direct flight from Salt Lake to Paris, which I've never, ever, ever seen. And I just bought one way because we're going to try and go to another country and then fly home. Again, this is all dependent on if it's safe and okay to go somewhere. Um, But we're going to go to another country, hopefully, and then fly home from there. But it was $300 from Salt Lake to Paris, which nothing out of Salt Lake is that cheap. That's usually how much it is to fly to like LA from here. So I just felt like I had to do it. I just felt like I had to do it. And you bet your bottom dollar, I will wear slippers on an international flight. So yeah, there are exceptions, but like a dude named Alan, who's headed to Florida for the weekend, please keep your crusty feet packed away. I don't care if you are the Pope or the Dalai Lama. If you release your stinky feet on an airplane, you do not care about the well-being of others. You just don't. You just don't. So let's get into some of your answers. The most popular one is not returning the shopping cart to the corral, which uh, I was today years old. Is that saying out? Like I was today years old. Anyway, I learned today that that is called a corral. I would have never called it a corral. But yeah, you know who you are. Like if you are able to, there is no reason why you shouldn't unless you just like causing pain in somebody's life, which... I feel fine judging you about uh, another reason that was submitted a fair reason to judge someone if they were a Disney Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network kid growing up. I was a Disney kid through and through. I went through ZOOG Disney Disney kids kids. Okay. Now I, I don't remember what it was called, but I did like a few Nickelodeon shows just a couple of them, but count me out of Cartoon Network. My older brother loved Cartoon Network. I was out to watch Dexter's Laboratory Oh, that's where Johnny Bravo lives and you see how he performed on on our bracket. So Cartoon Network seems like a fair reason to judge somebody uh, next if they attend dirty dancing classes at the gym. I feel, I feel attacked. I haven't done this in a long time and honestly, when this was brought to my attention, I thought about my 22-year-old self going to a dirty dancing class at the gym and I... I gave myself the ick when I thought about that. I, I distinctly remember feeling so hot. Like genuinely thinking I was the hottest person to ever exist when I was at the Gold's Gym taking dirty dancing lessons. Oh. I'm oh, I need to I I need to put that on my list of things to talk to my therapist about. Okay, um dairy milk drinkers, Meg, post accessories. Are you listening, Meg? We have fought about this because Meg likes milk. Meg likes the chocolate milk from Dutch Bros, which I've tasted, and it is pretty good. But they put ice in it, which is a war crime. It feels like a war crime to put ice in dairy, any milk, but dairy milk, cow milk especially. My family always gets mad at me when I clarify cow milk, but in this day and age, there's a million different milks. You got to clarify that it's cow milk. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm not on board with milk drinkers. That seems, I think that was an ick. I feel like that was in our episode we did about icks. Um, next, fair reason to judge somebody, clipping your nails in public. This was submitted by our queen, Rosie Card. And Rosie, I'm going to add a fair reason to judge somebody is if they eat Arby's. Rosie loves Arby's. I almost went the other day and I felt so bamboozled by Rosie. Arby's is not good. Um, mm -hmm the next one is picky eaters after I just hated on a food. But I am not a picky eater. I'll try anything. I'll try anything. I just don't like extreme spice. But I will try any cuisine at least once even if it's even if it's like, I don't know, I feel like I would even try like maybe a bug, maybe like a cricket, like a chocolate covered cricket. I might, I might mess around with that. Okay, people who pick their nose. Um, Again, I am called out. I do pick my nose. I don't do anything weird with it. But I pick my nose. And I feel like I should just come clean about that. Because you know, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys and say I don't do that. Because I do. Next, if they are overly obsessed with an aesthetic on Instagram, I swear, guys, aesthetics on Instagram has ruined The platform it's not fun like it's I I don't think it's like cool or interesting or necessary to have an Instagram aesthetic that was really popular probably like five or six years ago but now just like like post stuff I don't I don't care if your entire feed is beige I don't care um next one if they eat soggy cereal I eat soggy cereal I don't like crunchy cereal. I literally want it to sog up for a second. Like I want it to be quite soft. And Matt is the exact opposite. He cannot eat anything or any cereal that's been in the milk for more than like 28 seconds. Like he will, he will pour it like little by little to make the milk. He'll pour it little by little to make sure it gets, it stays crunchy. So you would really like Matt if you hate soggy cereal. (laughs) This answer, running in place while waiting to cross a crosswalk, like when somebody's on a run. Honestly, people who go on runs, like I respect it. I get it. I know you're better than me, but like, I just hate you. Like there's something about you that I hate. Like, and that's probably the, it's probably jealousy. I'm self-aware enough. I could admit that it's probably jealousy. Um, if they don't use the Oxford comma, I am a proud Oxford comma user, which, um, I I think I could explain it correctly, but I'm just going to let Google do it. So Oxford comma definition, a comma used after the pe- penultimate. Okay. Go- okay. Google's using a whole bunch of words that I don't know how to say. So it's like if you have a list of three things and you put a comma after the second thing before you say the word and. So if you say like Red, white, and blue. It would be red, white, and blue. That second comma is the Oxford comma. So some people don't use it and would just say red, white, and blue. Saying that the and replaces the comma. This is not interesting. I would much rather be talking about the hotness levels of animated characters. But, you know, I I just felt like adding that. I agree. I would judge somebody who doesn't use the Oxford comma. This was submitted multiple times and I'm going to need somebody to explain it because a few of you said you would judge somebody who wipes standing up. How would that even happen? My butt cheeks are smushed together when I stand up. Why would I ever do that? Also, that's so much effort. Like, I, I, I don't know, This the the like physics of it are not lining up because if I were to stand up, I would, it would be a mess. It would be a mess. Okay. People who say they hate fast food or people who are like above McDonald's, you are weak. You are the weakest link. You are the weakest link in society and you will not survive the apocalypse. If you can't handle fast food, if you can't handle Taco Bell, you're weak. Okay. Okay. uh, Next, if they use the emoji after the word they just said, like, I just climbed a tree and then a tree emoji today. Yeah. That has like great aunt Facebook energy. Like, everybody's great aunt puts that on Facebook. Okay, this person thinks it's fair to judge them for what they order at Sonic. I will tell you what I order at Sonic. I get corn dogs, and I also like their French toast sticks. Both are deep fried and taste like donuts, and they are delicious. Uh, judging people after the plane lands and they clap, or after the movie ends and they clap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like as a society, we've evolved past that. Like, I, I don't know why people still do it. Like, it's one of those really common ones that people mention a lot. Like, hey, this is an annoying thing that people do. Stop doing it. Uh, next, on she said, honestly, the spelling of their name. Like, I know it's not their fault, but I cannot help it. <laughs> I know. I judge people what they name their kids. You guys already know I do that. Like, your kid has to live a life. Like, your kid has to, like, get a job and, like, put that on a resume like please don't please don't name them something that sounds made up okay next if they wear t-shirts that say I have the best girlfriend. Okay, Rosie sent me this. I've been, This is like my Rosie card episode. But she sent me this t-shirt, a picture of this t-shirt. And it says, sorry, I'm already taken by a freaking awesome girl. She's a bit crazy and scares me sometimes. But she's a perfect mixture of sunshine and hurricane. She is my whole world. Flirt with me and they'll never find your body. Yes, she bought me this. Okay, that feels like a felony. Like that feels like a a deep threat to put that on a t-shirt. So I don't know, sir, that might need to go. Okay, next up, if they say data or data, I'm not gonna tell you which one I say because I don't know which one is right. If they use the black ice car freshener, every single boy who broke my heart smelled like this. Every single one. I would say I had my heart broken three times, maybe twice. Twice? Three times? Mm, Third times, Jury's still out on that one. I'll have to evaluate that. But they all had black eyes. So if they have that, run. Run. Also, just the tree air fresheners. Get the Febreze uh, air vent ones. Those ones are way better. All right. Judging who their favorite SNL cast member is. Okay. If we're talking, I'll give you mine. I'll tell you guys this. This is current. Uh, I like Kate, obviously. Kate's a safe choice as a favorite. And Colin. Sorry. I love Colin. I don't know. Uh, I also love Cecily and Heidi and Chloe. I think Chloe is going to emerge, emerge this next season. I really, I really like her. Next, if they think that in and out fries are good. I used to defend in and out fries. I did. But then I realized that they're like the baked lays of french fries and it's just they're not good they aren't they aren't good they're different but they're not good next up if they did not like ella enchanted as a kid (laughs) this is so specific also ella enchanted is a very very underrated chick flick and i gotta hand it to anne hathaway okay hear me out for a second i hate anne hathaway but i like so many movies that she's in which I feel like is just a testament to her being extremely talented because I love *Devil Wears Prada* and I love *Princess Diaries* and I also love *Ella Enchanted*. I do hate her as Catwoman. I I can't I can't get behind that. Um, okay, she says I judge women when they praise their partner for doing normal things. Yeah yeah, when like a girl is bragging about her boyfriend and she's like, he stood up and he got me a glass of water. Can you believe it? Like, let's stop praising the bare minimum, folks. ok? Next, if they listen to Imagine Dragons unironically, imagine dragons is not good. Imagine dragons is not good. where Where were we all at? Were we all ok? like eight years ago? like were we were we doing ok? Like we made them extremely famous. I mean extremely famous, and I, I don't know I don't know why. I don't know why we did that. Uh, I judge people if they wear flesh colored leggings, I, I too wear that. I mean, why of all colors? I mean, at least got a light pink. I mean, flesh color, I don't think goes with anything. There's no outfit that is made better by flesh colored leggings. Next, uh, somebody who's not a parent saying, when I have kids, I will never blank. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. I know that and I'm not even a parent. Like when people are like, oh my gosh, I would never let my kids play with an iPad at dinner. Yes, you will. When you are out at dinner and your kid is so unhappy and it's ruining your night, are you telling me that you won't give them 30 minutes on an iPad? No, you will. Okay, and stop judging people who do it. People who say fitness is their passion, (laughs) I get it. Like, yeah, it's a real passion, but it is kind of stale. I mean, it's kind of a stale hobby. Like if you, if like your interests or like your bio is like fitness, family, freedom with like an American flag (laughs) emoji, count me out. Why do I immediately know that we would not get along? I mean, we might get along, but like we don't have a lot in common. Um, next when somebody hates something just because it's popular. Yeah. I feel like this happens with, uh, Android users because Androids are not cheaper than iPhones. They're actually more expensive. Like when I, I remember I got talked into one, this was like six years ago, I got talked into one and I went home and I was like, wait, this is not cheaper and it's way worse. But I feel like people are just, you know, they get a little bit uppity about iPhones. They don't want to, they don't want to be part of that. Um, okay. I want to take the next little bit. This is a really random, random, sharp turn, sharp left turn. But I had somebody ask me in my DMs this week, if I could talk about my, I mean, do I say the word journey here? I might say the word journey, my experience, my, uh, whatever with antidepressants and anxiety and depression, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm gonna tell you guys about that. I'm gonna take a quick break though to just tell you guys about this week's sponsor. I am so lucky to be sponsored again this week by Spa True Bay. Spa Truve is a full-service Utah medical spa offering medical-grade skincare treatments, Botox and filler, cool sculpting, laser hair removal, and CO2 resurfacing. I had an appointment this week, got a little bit of Botox. It was great. You can use my code, Maddie10, for 10% off of your next purchase at Spa Truve And my out-of-state listeners can shop the online store, shopspatruve.com to purchase medical-grade skincare treatments and products. You can also listen to the Spa Trouvé podcast and it talks all about treatments, products, as well as parenting, relationships, business building, and more. So remember to use my code Maddie10, that's madi one for 10% off of your next purchase at Spa Trouvé. Okay, let's get a little bit personal here. We had some laughs, we had some sexual awakenings with animated characters, but Let's talk about this. So I always thought that I would do a mental health episode. But to be honest, like it feels like a topic that has just become, it's become like one of those buzzwords that I don't like hearing, you know, like mental health or toxic or all of those things that we just hear over and over again that are not really helpful. I feel like a lot of things that I see about mental health and people talking about mental health, I don't know, it's just like not helpful. And I I, I don't know, as somebody who has has stuff going on in my brain, I just want people to be open about it. I don't want any advice. I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. I just want to know that the people around me understand how I'm feeling. And so I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to tell you guys about my experience. So when I was a kid, I was probably like, I mean, I was young, probably like nine or 10. I was abnormally scared and an abnormal level of scared all the time. Um, I would obsessively call my mom. I would not be able to go to school. I would have really irrational reactions to things that were not scary at all. And I knew like early on that the people around me were not worrying the way that I was worrying because, you know, I would call my mom and she wouldn't answer. And so I would tell my best friend, you know, my mom didn't answer her phone and she'd be like, why, why are you worried? For the record, that is not something I've grown out of. I am now 27 years old. And if my mom doesn't answer her phone, I don't have a rational reaction to it. Um, So yeah, so I was really young when I noticed that I was more anxious than the people around me. Um, My siblings have all dealt with various things. And so my mom kind of knew what was going on. And so when I was like 14, I went in and got prescribed my first antidepressant. I have been on a lot of antidepressants. I've been on Wellbutrin, Zoloft, Celexa, Pristique, Lexapro. Um I w- was on Adderall for a while which is not an antidepressant and it was not good for my brain, but I've just I've just tried a lot of different things and to be honest, like, I don't think that the anxiety I feel is unique. Like now that we are all a little bit more open and honest about this, I think it's really common. I think that a lot of us are on antidepressants or anti-anxiety meds. And um, that's great because we can relate to each other and we can be more open-minded about these things. And so I have now landed on a combination of medications. I take Prozac and also Gabapentin. And I'm not saying that it's like the best one or anything. It obviously depends on you and your doctor, but I just have had to figure out, Hmm. I didn't write any notes on this, so I'm just like going off of what comes into my brain, but I've had to figure out how to coexist with my, anxiety and I've had to really do some evaluation if it's anxiety if I'm depressed how I'm feeling what can help me feel better I was on Adderall for a while because I thought maybe I well my doctor thought maybe I had ADD maybe that was why I couldn't get anything done why I couldn't complete tasks and it turns out I'm just I'm I am scared of everything I am the friend who is really 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 scared of everything so If I think I've said this in an episode before, but like if I was going to a party in high school, like all the other parents knew it was safe because I was way too scared to do anything. I was too scared to go to midnight movies. I was too scared to be a passenger in somebody else's car. And it started to really interrupt my life in my teenage years. And that's when I knew that it was probably going to be a process of feeling better and to be honest, I didn't feel better on any of the medicines that I took until I started Prozac about a year and a half ago. Well, a little bit shorter, maybe just over a year ago. And it's worked for me and I am highly in favor of medication. I don't know if that's like common. I don't I don't know. I don't know how a lot of people feel about it, but I for one agree with the the science and the modern medicine of it and if I broke my arm I wouldn't use essential oils to fix it my brain is a little bit broken I'm not gonna use essential oils I want to use something that I know can work and yeah I I again want to say that I don't think that having anxiety or dealing with depression or any of the other mental health things are like an excuse for anybody I don't think it's an excuse to treat people badly I do think that if we can be open about it, we can understand those things about each other. I also try and only surround myself with people who like understand my, my feelings. And I don't do well with friends who like get mad at me over small things. Or if I can't go somewhere, you know, or if I I'm having an anxious day, and I can't make it to dinner or whatever, I don't do well with friends who get mad at me. I don't like that. And I don't like like I, I just, don't put myself around that. And if you have friends that deal with this stuff, please don't be the friend who gets mad at them. Please just know that they're trying their best. (laughs) Like I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if any of this is helpful, but I just want you guys to know that I deal with it. You probably do too. It's totally fine. I think we can be a little bit easier on each other when it comes to, you know, what we can and can't handle. And man, I don't, I don't know if that was, was helpful in any way, shape or form, but yep, I'm a medicated, I'm a medicated gal and I probably always will be. And I do think that there are some like alternative options, you know, people smoke weed, people use CBD. I think those are all great for me. Medication has worked really, really well. Um, Matt has had some really negative experiences with medication on his side. Um, I'll maybe let him tell you guys about that someday. <laughs> I can see him right now. So, um, but yeah, it's it's not for everybody. And unfortunately, it is just kind of a learning process. And you just kind of have to start one and see if you feel better and then start another one if it doesn't. Uh, therapy is also a great option. I actually just found a new therapist that I start with on Wednesday. But overall, I think that taking the proper precautions and understanding yourself and understanding how you feel in certain situations. I just, there were so many times growing up that I put myself in situations that I knew would make me feel bad or make me anxious or trigger some sort of depressive episode. And I didn't listen to those early on. And I think that I'm still dealing with the repercussions of that in my late 20s. And so just, I say it all the time, but please just, just take care of your, your little brain, your little heart. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'll do a full episode on mental health just because I don't really have a lot to add except my own, (laughs) my own experiences, which mine is intense worry. And, you know, at a level that is not normal. It is, it was combined with a lot of panic attacks. um, Like two years ago, a little over a year ago, I guess, right before I started Prozac, I was having Really, really, really frequent panic attacks, and those kind of continued on into like summer of 2020, and that's where the gabapentin came in and it has helped me a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, we can talk details of what a panic attack looks like. I mean, for me, it was like you know, extreme crying, sometimes I would like pinch my arm over and over again, um, just like kind of weird ticks like that. I, I don't know, I'm just just kind of telling you guys what what would happen to me. Uh, hyperventilating, binge eating, all of those things that that don't feel great. I don't know why I feel nervous like talking to you guys about this, because I know it's really common. But just when you expose a lot of your life, you never really know how people will take it. So I deal with it and just just be good to yourself. Be easy on yourself. I try, you know, I have a really bad relationship. Well, it's better now, but I have struggled with my relationship with food and because I have used food to soothe a lot of anxiety symptoms and I have to work on that and every day it's like I have to wake up and put in like a lot of effort to fight that and it's hard, but it's also the world we live in and I think that we can be more empathetic towards each other because we all know that we deal with that. I am really, really lucky to be around people who understand And I know that that's not the case for everybody. So please know that I am legitimately here for you. I wanna be able to talk to you guys if you need me. I'm your friend your best friend. You're my best friend. And yeah, always come to me if you ever need anything or if you have any questions. I am happy to talk about my experiences with each medication if you guys wanted to. Uh, A lot of them have side effects that are not great. Like what's a sex drive? I don't know. Haven't had one in years, (laughs) but at least I don't want to die all the time. So I think that's a TikTok audio. Have you guys heard it? I miss having sex, but at least I don't want to die. So that is a good trade-off. But I love you guys. Please be good to yourselves and each other. And I will talk to you guys next week. Please, please, Shang, Daddy Shang, pull through for me. Win this bracket. If it's not Shang, it's going to be Naveen. I'm calling it now. Okay, I love you. Bye. (laughs)